1: Welcome to Season 2 of Surviving Motherhood.
2: I'm Chris, a wife
1: and mom of four boys. And I'm Rachel, a wife and mom of a boy and a girl.
2: We're sister-in-laws living in the South, just trying to laugh through the ups and downs of motherhood.
1: So grab your coffee or wine.
2: And settle in for some real talk.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood podcast. We are back and we have an interview with for you guys today. And it is such a good one. We are so, well, I know it's going to be a good one. (laughs) We're so excited to talk to Natalie and she's got some so interesting takes on motherhood and dealing with the feelings that come along with it. And so Chris, can you hear me? Are you there? Are we good? I'm
2: here. I'm here. Roger that.
1: Okay, perfect. We've had (laughs) some technology issues tonight. So if we are a little extra extra. <laughs> it's because we've already been We're like wired. Been on and off for an hour trying to get everything to work. So Natalie, we have Natalie here with us today. Woohoo! Thank doo-doo. you so much. And thank you so
0: much for powering with us. <laughs> oh, well, I'm honored. It, it's been a hoot. It's been just a, a
2: pure joy. <laughs> oh, Natalie already left. asked us. She said, where are y'all from? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: deep south, basically. <laughs>
0: That's why you're so much what, fun. I love them uh,
1: people. That's right. Uh, what did you say a minute ago, Chris? That I was like, What did you just say? It was so southern. What? Oh, TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even get Hulu to play on my TV. <laughs> I sometimes
0: was like, Oh, okay. When,
2: sometimes when I'm listening to our podcast, I'm like, Okay, I need to write that word down and work on saying that word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you a, a, a little speech, a few hours of speech. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, Okay, so Natalie, tell us a little bit about you and your family. Yeah, so we live up here in Bozeman, Montana, and my husband and I, we've been married, oh my goodness, I don't know, 19, <laughs> 18, 19 years. We started dating in high school when we were 16, so um, yeah, and so then uh, we've got three girls together who are... Nine, 12, and 16 in a week. The so oldest will be 16. Oh,
1: big milestone coming up. Yeah.
0: So, is she so excited? She's totally living it up already. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her license. She's got her phone. Oh, she's just happy girl. So <laughs> she's ready to go. Does
1: she? Does she help transport the younger ones? Or? She
0: does. Yes. It's Yay! Very awesome. You know she she hasn't gone through winter yet, so oh, that's yeah. going to be an interesting one. But we'll just get through that like everything else. So yeah, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> figure it out yeah. as you go.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, oh, that's so funny because winter here. Do you know how many times it snows here? Sometimes once. <laughs> and when it, it does here. everything shuts
0: down, right?
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> for yeah. Sure. And the milk well, yeah. and bread
0: is gone from I mean, the grocery store. It has to snow like six feet for something to shut down here. It is we don't have snow days, so
2: oh uh, <laughs> so, we would um, not know what to do with six days..: no, <laughs> <no. laughs> Yeah. So
0: yeah. Funny. So uh and they homeschool. Yeah. And I was telling you guys my mom is their teacher. I'm not. Uh, that is so,
1: that's just so cool to me. Like,
0: super hey, cool. take your
1: whole village, like yeah. do what works. I right? love that. Like
0: yeah.
1: you were, you wanted to homeschool and it wasn't really working, which you, we can talk about that more <laughs> if you want. But like, and your mom just stepped up and decided she wanted to do it. That's just so, I I was asking questions before we started and I was like, wait, we we just need to record all this. <laughs> we need to go ahead and go. Yeah, Because that's just so interesting to me. I love the, I love when you can really Utilize your village, you it's know. It's pretty
0: like interesting too because it's like they go to her house. So like, we call it Nana school.
2: <laughs> I love <laughs>
0: it. Yeah. And it's our mom is Nana. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so it's she just, does not homeschool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, I fun. think it probably takes a very, um, very specific, Nana, to homeschool. Right, I, I know. Like, I told her, I'm
0: like, I don't think you should expect me to be homeschooling. Just so you know. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, it's kind of fun, just because we have the homeschool like lifestyle. But we, it's it's like my kids go to school. It's kind of interesting dynamic. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's awesome. really cool. And then I stay home and I'm a life coach for moms who, who deal with destructive anger and burnout. We help work through that and overcome it. Yes. And I think it's I moms... need this,
2: this week, yeah. yes, it's <laughs> timely, God knows how to work these details out <laughs> of when these are coming.
1: Oh, yes. So we want to talk a little bit about like what in your motherhood journey brought you to working with moms to overcome anger and overcome that burnout. Like what, how did you get there? Basically?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically how I got to where I'm at with my work is I was like, I, Went through life coaching school I've been coaching since like 2015 and oh, yeah. I was just doing some basic coaching back then and then one evening in 2017 I think it was I spent some time with a friend and we were just talking about anger and motherhood and our journeys through it she's like you need to be coaching people on this stuff uh, so I, I considered that and jumped onto a podcast with her actually and then yeah, the rest is history. So that's how it actually happened that I'm actually coaching moms. Um, But as far as my own story through anger and destructive anger and burnout, uh, basically I grew up in a family that the way they expressed anger was yelling and screaming and slamming doors and throwing things. And and that was just so normal. So very outwardly. Yeah. <laughs> very outward. Very and reactive. Yeah. And I will say that just, for anyone who's like, but aren't your parents like watching your kids? Yeah, they are much different today. <laughs> <laughs> they they process their anger in a very healthy way. So just, just to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not but, putting your kids in harm's no, way. No, 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 <laughs> no. And, and I wasn't even in harm's way. It's just that's how like they learn. That's how they processed anger. They were yellers. And so when I got married to my husband, I would be yelling at him and he's just like, totally quiet yeah oh, like, what are you he, doing lady? yeah he's like the passive aggressive type like he just did not yell and so it was oh. just, I'm like why are you yelling at me why aren't you getting mad like I need this you know so I knew that at that point like that was I was aware of the fact that I was a yeller at that point I'm mm-hmm. um, pretty sure I scared the neighbors but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it wasn't until I brought Enya our oldest home that I started to really see that anger was a, a scary thing for me. And I would be like, she was two years old. I'd be on the floor screaming and crying with her, kicking the floor, totally throwing a two year old tantrum with her. And mm-hmm. the thing was, is was like, I knew it was a problem, but I didn't know. I just thought it was the way it was. And so I didn't know that there was a way to actually work through it. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until a few years later when we brought her second, Our second child home, her sister, and Anya was throwing these epic tantrums and just really out of control. And finally, I was like, we need to take her to therapy. I can't control her. And I was angry. I remember nursing guy, our middle one, and Anya's just throwing a fit. And I just got this huge sense of overwhelming rage. And I just screamed through, like the door was shut. I'm nursing quiet, right? Nursing quiet moment screamed at any at the top of my lungs and sky pops off looks up at me gives me this horrific face and just starts bawling and i'm like oh that's not good right like i don't want this to to continue so and again in my mind i'm thinking i know i have an issue with anger but any is the one triggering me is where mm. i was i was going with it so we take her to a ther to therapist We're sitting in her office, she's observing Enya, and she has Enya leave the room, and she looks at me, and she says, hey, you know, Enya's a perfectly normal child. Perfectly normal for her age, her development. And I look at her, I'm like, well, that's because you're not home with her. Like, of course, she's good for you. Yeah, she's good mm -hmm. for this hour. Yeah, totally. And she looks at me, and she's like, no, Natalie, you're the one who needs to be in here. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait. She's brave. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, it totally took me back. But at the same time, deep down inside, I felt this relief that somebody actually recognized that I needed help. And they were offering Mm -hmm. me a way to get out, right? Yeah. So four years later, I leave therapy and I'm still angry. Like, therapy taught me some stuff about myself, but it didn't help me overcome it. And that was Mm -hmm. frustrating. Like I'm still yelling at my kids. I'm still, um, my destructive anger, it looked and I know you have a question about this coming, but really what my destructive anger looked like, it was screaming. It was yelling. It was belittling. It was threatening. Um, it was slamming doors. I would leave bruises on my child's arm or their butt. Like she was in in swim practice. I was afraid to let her go. I'd keep her home because there was a bruise on her butt for me, sinking her out of anger. And, Mm -hmm. and I would confine myself away from them, just bawling and looking up to the sky going, God, why did you give me these kids? I cannot love them. Mm -hmm. All I do is hurt them. And it was, it was just so scary to the point where I was like, they'd be better off without me or vice versa. And it, it just, it really got very scary. And this was all after therapy, right? Like still frustrated, like, why is this still happening? And it just, I wasn't going to settle. I wasn't going to let this stay there. So I continued to do self-soul-searching, self, self soul searching, I guess, reading books, reaching out to other people. Um, actually, when I got to life coaching school, I, I learned so much more about myself at that point. Um, it was really intense and awesome to go through that experience, and it just continued to snowball in a good way after that to where I got to the point where I was healthy and and able to actually be with my kids and enjoy my kids and not hurt my kids anymore. So that's, that's yeah. kind of my story in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's hard to put like those big feelings and those big emotions in your past in a nutshell. We totally understand, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what are some signs or triggers that you, a person can look for to recognize destructive anger in themselves? Like it's so hard to look in the mirror. Yeah. But what are some like, uh, just some warning signs that we can look for in ourselves to see that we're heading towards a destructive place?
0: Totally. One of the things is recognizing, like in part of my story, recognizing that this isn't normal. Like this isn't okay. Um, It's not just how you are. It's not just how you process anger. There's something more going on. And what that looks like, you know, all moms are going to get frustrated. When your kids are mm. whining or screaming or they, you have to tell them 15 times to do something, you're going to get frustrated. That's mm. normal, right? That's frustrated frustration. It's a feeling that you're going to get. It's okay. It's normal. But when we go beyond that frustration and we start telling our kids they're not good enough, that they're the problem, we're screaming at them, we're hurting them physically, um, we are, are scaring them. With our rage and we've lost control, those are the things that those aren't the healthy ways to work through it. That's not how we want to appear to our kids. That's not how we want to model working through anger to our kids, right? Mm -hmm, We're just building walls with our relationships at that point. We're not um, being constructive and productive. But Mm -hmm. the the fact is, when we get up to that rage, it starts to feel when we're angry and we kick something or we slam a door, it feels productive. But it's yeah. just destructive, right? Mm-hmm. So if
2: you feel yourself becoming angry, what's the first step that you can take? What's kind of something that you did? Like, I know, like, I have had to stop my children when I can see them become angry. And I'm like, just stop and breathe. But like, mm-hmm. what's something for ourselves?
0: Absolutely. So that is one of the first things that's so important. And some people don't know why. So I'm going explain Taking three deep breaths is huge because it resets your entire nervous system. There's actually a bone in your brain that's called the sphenoid uh, bone. And when you take a deep breath, it massages your pituitary gland, gland, Hmm. which sends out signals to your whole nervous system to chill out. It's so cool. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so, so there's like, like you're,
1: you're physically
2: you're,
0: helping yourself to yeah. calm down. Yeah. That
2: actually like... does something. It's not just something our mom said to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, and which is always helpful to like have kind of a connection to be like, oh, that's why we should do that.
2: So, mm-hmm. taking
0: deep breaths, that's one thing. Um, and as you're taking deep breaths, offer up a prayer, start telling yourself one of the things that we don't do where we cause a lot of friction for ourselves is we don't acknowledge that we're upset and that it's okay. We try mm-hmm. to push through it and say, it's not okay. And I'm just upset. And we continue to tell ourselves that we're angry. And then we continue to act on that belief, right? So we have mm-hmm. to calm down, take deep breaths, say, I am calm. I am peaceful. It's okay that I feel upset in this situation. Anybody would feel upset. These are just emotions. I don't have to hurt anybody with them. I can work through this, Right. So. We we start mm-hmm. talking ourselves down. We tell our kids take deep breaths and we help our kids see it's okay that you're feeling this way right now. It totally you, you help them put words to their feelings and mm-hmm. acknowledge it's okay that you're angry. We have an issue we have to work through, but we're both feeling upset. So you take time out. Right. And I know mm-hmm. with youngers, this can be more of a challenge because You can't just look at a two-year-old and be like, it's okay that you're upset. You know, and you do, you should. And I absolutely tell everyone, even infants, talk to your kids, tell them what they're feeling put words to their emotions. Even as infants get in that habit because they pick up on that sooner than we give them credit for and before Mm -hmm. we understand. So do do that. But that doesn't mean that they're going to just start calming down. Right. So Yeah. um, I like to, when I'm coaching moms, I'm like, here's the deal. This is going to sound a little crazy, but this is what I want you to do. I want you to tell your kids it's okay to scream, even if you're on airplane. It's okay. If that's what you need to do, scream, cry it out, let it go. And as you're doing that, you're acknowledging to your child, you're, you're acknowledging, your child sees you acknowledging that they're upset. And every mm-hmm. time I did this with my kids, when I would get in the right mind frame to do this, they would calm down instead of me saying stop be quiet shut up you know they Mm -hmm. that would just escalate things so first you're acknowledging to each other it's okay another thing that you can do is um create a list or create some calm boxes things that you and your kids can turn to when you're everybody's hyped up and upset right it's okay if you have to work through a consequence later even if you have a young baby the baby's going to repeat itself. So once you get into the habit of calming down, you can work through this better with them. Um, but I don't care. If you're upset, turn the TV on and go take 10 minutes. If that's going to distract your kids enough for you to calm down. Because if we get upset and we try to work through these consequences while we're angry, we're going to cause destruction and they're not going to get the point of what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. We just keep pushing and pushing and then they push back and control. And we're just we're butting heads at that point. We're not being constructive. So in the beginning, as you're learning how to calm down, it's okay. Have a box with some snacks and some toys that they only get when you need to calm down. Right? Oh, I
2: thought you meant for us. I was yeah. like, that's <laughs> a, <laughs> a good, great <laughs> idea. Totally a box with a cool snacks.
1: Box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suggest. we are probably <laughs> hangry
0: anyway. Yeah, right? so yes. So well, that's that
1: boxes uh, for all.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, like just having those things, those tools to use because of what's really more important, that you calm down before you try to dish out consequences. Because mm-hmm. when you're calm, then you can proactively and productively work through these things with your kids as opposed to when you're upset, you're just causing mm-hmm. destruction, right?
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So Absolutely. What's worth more than this fear right now?
0: And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being.
1: Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
1: So what are, so thinking long-term, so we know like we've given, you've given us some great tips for in the moment. So long-term, what can we do to like help us work through that anger where we're preventing it? We're, we're, we're catching it off. (laughs) We're heading it off instead of um, reacting.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's awareness. It's creating awareness around what's triggering us, right? That's part Mm -hmm. of it. So I have something that I call a trigger tracker and you guys can go download it for free off my website. And it's questions asking once you're, once you've gone through an episode of of frustration, it can be any negative. I send my clients through any negative emotion, any negative experience, go through the trigger tracker. And it's asking you questions, things like what happened? How did you deal with it? What was your, um, what was going through your mind? What needs of yours needed to be met? Um, how do you want this to look in the future? So I have this that's one of the most important questions is what do you want it to look like next time? What's a healthy way you want to work through this next time? So you're kind of setting that up in your mind like this is what I want, and I'll have my clients visualize. Go through your biggest tracker, your triggers. What do you need to visualize? How do you want to see yourself actually walking through these moments with your kids or your husband, mm-hmm. even? um awareness is important to help you calm down so once you start to create awareness and understand what's going on around you you are then able to see it while you're going through it mm-hmm. and that starts to help you even if you walk through it you have this moment where you're like i'm super angry and i'm going to slam the door anyways like you hear yourself saying this to yourself because you're aware of what's going on at that point you're gaining control and at some point you go I'm really upset and I want to slam the door, but I'm just going to shut it and go take some deep breaths because I don't want to slam the door, right? So that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. where we work too. Um, another part of the challenge with moms is we're not in control of our thoughts. We're putting one fire out after another. We're getting distracted. We're doing this and that on all the things, right? So mm-hmm. it's really important to slow down, take things off your plate, if you are super upset all the time, you're not finding any joy in your life, you really need to analyze because a lot of times what happens is we get to this place where we think we're not happy, so we keep adding more in mm-hmm. whereas adding That's more in, sure. yeah, adding more in just overwhelms us and we don't have space to breathe. We don't have that avail availability to be like, "Hey, I need to just not today, right?"
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> And so that's one thing that's really important. And the last and final piece that I would say is we also have to work through letting our expectations of others about us go. What's more important Mm -hmm. for your relationship with your kids? To get to school on time with everybody upset because you didn't take the time to stop, check in, work through issues instead. You get in the car and you're screaming at them all the way to school because they didn't listen to you and now you're gonna be a few minutes late. Um I tell I take moms through this idea, you know, when when you have to tell your kids 15 times to get their shoes on, you know, what's going on for your kids in that moment? Sometimes they mm-hmm. just need you to sit down with them, look them in the eyes, give them a cuddle, have them take some deep breaths and say, What's what's going on this morning? And it might have just been and most likely the case that mom was really busy this morning mom had other things going on and mom didn't give me just that one thing i needed today to set my day off right um because
2: mm-hmm. we're just, i'm guilty of that for trying- sure because me too. yeah yeah my my son the other day he ri- my kids ride to school with rachel so rachel comes and picks them up and then i take them all home in the afternoons and he was just bawling over wanting a jacket and I was so over it and I was just like just get in the car just go and he cried the whole way to school Rachel said and then I felt horrible and I'm like why didn't I just get him a jacket and anyway yeah Yeah. so I'm bad about that just like stopping and like okay is this really about a jacket or what you know what's going on
0: right yeah yes absolutely guilty
1: Yes. I poor he was just he couldn't get over it. It was one of those where it was he was in a mood too. <laughs> and he just oh, kept yeah. telling me but my jacket and I'm like yes. that be I don't I literally because... have a leopard print girls jacket in my car. At this point, there's literally nothing I can do for you. <laughs> it we was got move on. I,
2: I was mad because he left his jacket at school the day before. So he was wanting to take a new jacket to school. And I was like, no, your jacket's at school in your cubby. You're just gonna have to get it when you get to school, and that just was not. He just it set him off, and he could not recover. And I sent him in Rachel's car with his ball and self. So, <laughs> well,
1: baseball season has been hard on those baby boys. They are yes. so late.
2: Yes, I feel it has bad. been
1: because you could tell the nights after baseball, they're they're droopier. Yes. And they don't eat, they either don't talk or they elbow each other, (laughs) one (laughs) or the other. You never know. And I
0: just want to point that out. You guys are creating awareness right now about things that are going on for your kids that Mm -hmm. are triggering them and it triggers you. So that's Mm -hmm. the type of stuff that we're looking for that we need to say, hey, what's going on here and why is this actually going on? And it happens for us, right? We maybe we were up couldn't sleep in the night and so we're a little more tired and then it's just not enough coffee in that pot that's going to get you awake right so it's just it's just one of those things where we're creating awareness around what is going on for us and how do we process and work through that
1: yes and I've noticed recently um I was I had like a full week where I was having like just irritable every evening. The kids were driving me insane. I'm like, why are they driving me so crazy? Crazy. I realized one of my triggers, which is not necessarily logical. And all of you moms know that they do it literally all the time, or at least mine do yelling for me from the other room. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just always supposed to stop everything I'm doing and come And sometimes they're excited. Sometimes they're mad. Sometimes their brother pinched them. Sometimes they want to show me their poop or something ridiculous. (laughs) Like, you never know what it's going to be Just being
2: summoned constantly yes, being
1: summoned constantly. I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys know that like I do things too. Like, wh- why do yes. I have to constantly just what is going on in your room? I cannot wait to see what have you done. I
2: need <laughs> I've been know. sitting here waiting on you to call um, me in here. I've been waiting
1: for you to scream mom, mommy, mom, 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 25 times. <laughs> and so like I had to breathe and be like, they want my attention.
2: And I I should be happy for that. I should be
1: happy for that. It's so hard. I need to figure out how to give it to them in a way that, like, they feel satisfied. So then they leave me alone for 10 seconds instead (laughs) of, like, going in, nodding, and be like, cool, okay. Obviously, that's not satisfying their attention needs. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> so they call you right back. Yep.
1: So then they're not, so then it's like repeating this process and, but it's a trigger in general because when like Brent will call, for, like he's in the bathroom or something, he'll like need to tell me something immediately. And I'm like, Oh my God, if you call for me from the other side of the house again, I will lose my mind. And I don't know why that's <laughs> stop yelling at me.
0: I, I, saw at least the funniest, I, I saw the funniest meme the other day and it was, um, stop yelling at me from across the house. As I'm sitting on the couch yelling, I can't. Yep. I, I totally can't. To to yes. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, I know what you're talking about. Like
1: yes. 100%. Yeah. I, yes, like, I can yell absolutely. for you because
0: my hands in chicken right now, but you can't yell for me because you just need to get off your butt and come find me. That's just the way I here. know. <laughs> and it's never that. It, that's what the thing
1: is. I think mine is like, I, my personality type is I don't want to inconvenience other people, and so like it feels to me that it's rude when other people inconvenience me. You know, <laughs> like what I mean? they like, don't just, care about your time, kind yeah, of thing. Like just yeah. a deep inside, not like a conscious thing, but like it yeah. feels like a like it doesn't matter what you're doing. What I need to tell you is more important, and it's never important, you guys ever. <laughs> I mean I love my family very much but it usually they the whatever's being yelled occasionally it's a spider and I'm totally like totally yell for me for that. We'll I'll come kill it. We'll handle it.
0: <laughs> oh, yell for but daddy.
1: Most, <laughs> oh, I don't mind I don't mind killing. I can I can deal with bugs. If it's like a snake or something, just burn the whole house down. Yeah. <laughs> bugs I'm fine with and we get any bigger and I'm done. But anyway, I've realized that's a trigger for me lately so I've been really trying to be like This is my internal, this is not just their problem. This is a problem that I have too. And I need to calm myself down. So I feel you and I'm working, I'm going to work through my triggers too, because I (laughs) noticed that one recently and it's obviously
0: not a good one.
1: Okay. So we'll keep moving. Uh, What is one step today that moms could take to move away from that anger mindset, from that destructive anger pattern?
0: Well, I'd like to give you just one. But I just don't think I can do that for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Completely understand. What are, what are, what are our biggest
0: takeaways? So, first of all, be like I've kind of said already, be aware. If you think that you're out there, that you're alone, if you're scared that someone's going to take your kids away, that no one's going to understand that you're the only one who's dealing with this type of anger and burnout, please reach out for help. You're not alone and it's so important that you're not sitting there thinking that there's no hope for you and that this is just the way it is. I talked to so many moms who are like, I just don't think I'll ever get back to the place where I'm happy again. I'm like, no, don't believe that. It's absolutely not true. You can absolutely be happy I live it every day. So that's just, my heart goes out to those moms who are sitting there thinking, I can't fix this. Um, Mm -hmm. And Again, work through those triggers. Work work through those trigger trackers. Become aware of what's going on. Take the deep breaths and talk to somebody who mm-hmm. you feel safe talking to, who you're comfortable talking to. Reach out and don't hold it in. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's so, I think it's so hard because it's like sort of admitting failure. You know what I mean? Like I've wanted to be a mom my whole life and then, now I'm so mad about being a mom, you know.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and it's interesting. I was just talking to someone about that the other day. And they're like, I, they feel like, okay, I stay at home with the kids. That's my job. And I text my husband all the time because I can't handle this. And I can't handle that. And I get so frustrated. I'm like, okay, here's the thing. If your husband's at work and he's been asked to go learn something new for his job and he needs support and help, he reaches out at work for all of these things. Mm-hmm. but we put ourselves in this box as moms who stay home with our kids and thinking we should just be able to figure it out. We should just be yeah. able to have all the tools, but we don't always have all the answers. We don't always have all the tools. So learn. It's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to, to learn and say, Hey, this is where I need help in this area. And I want to enjoy what I'm doing. This was, this is what I always wanted to do. Right. I always wanted to be a mom or whatever the case is. We have to be okay and open to receiving that and, and not put that expectation that we should just know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So we have a set of mom questions that we ask all of our guests. Mm -hmm. And, um, so what is your biggest mom thing or mom worry? Um, some people worry about bedtimes or schedules or things like that. What is your mama hang up?
0: Yeah, currently it is social media and kids under eighteen. Oh, oh, it,
1: I can only imagine our babies are still pretty
0: little, but like mm-hmm. it's coming. It scares it's coming. me. Oh, I feel I'm it. not prepared. I haven't Mm-mm. exactly figured out how to navigate that one yet, except that she does not get to be on social media. She does have a phone, um, but she gets to text her friends. We have all the apps to see what she's saying, but there's oh, nice. no social media being used in our house with the kids at the moment, and um, I just. I don't know, like eventually we're going to have to let her do that because she's going to go to university. So yeah, we, have yeah. To, I, we we need to help her figure out how to navigate that, but it's not yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a harsh world out there. It's like the longer you can shield them from that, the better probably.
1: Amen. <laughs> it's so <laughs> crazy because they want to run head first into it. And you're like, no, it's, pr- it's really not that cool. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's bubble. like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just.
2: Just keep loving yourself and don't listen to what people say on social media.
0: Oh, Oh, the internet. Absolutely.
2: Okay, so how do you relax after the end of a long day?
0: I love to take a walk with my husband and our dogs. And then I like to read a good book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can't, you probably can't do a lot of outside activity in the winter there, right? You know,
0: we We've just totally bundle. We bundle up, really? we bundle Aww. the dogs up and we go, I mean, unless it's Aww. negative 35, which it was last February.
2: Nope. Um, nope. Like I've happen. literally <laughs> never felt negative 35 degree. Yeah. Like I don't know that I could,
0: you know, after, feel it
2: and live through it.
0: After negative one, it all kind of feels the same. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I've never cold. felt negative one either. I don't think. <laughs> Isn't that like, like twenty eight is like probably the coldest I can think of that I've ever, and I don't think I went outside.
1: Like, it's got, it gets to zero occasionally. Well, like, like it does. Yeah, it's gotten like, like at least wind chill for sure. Right. Oh,
0: okay, maybe wind chills. or like
1: feels like. Oh, yeah,
0: wind chill yeah. just I mean, takes it's, it farther yeah
1: but yeah but you're ooh, like 60, yeah we don't get it
0: your 50s your colder temperatures are colder than they are for us because we don't oh. have the humidity so oh and but that's like the other challenge is you dry out so bad like you just
1: Oh, i bet your skin i bet you have to like moisturize yeah, three times a day all the
0: time no like three oh. times an hour at least
1: <laughs> yes oh chapstick yes. i'd be like Smear on chaps. So, yeah, I we know. do have humidity here, which is a blessing and a curse. But In the winter, it seems it's to it go through I like the
0: bones a little more. The cold the humidity just makes you colder. Oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. well, then it's a curse and a curse, then. I know. Yeah, you just, no way. I don't know when it's good, but nah. we do have the humidity, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what is the best mom advice you would give to a new mom?
0: Well, I would say that. There's nothing that you'll experience that someone else has not. So don't think that your case, your mental health, your physical health uh, are special in any respect that you're struggling that you can't find someone to help you. Reach out. Don't Mm -hmm. stay stuck. You're not a special snowflake. You are a special (laughs) snowflake. But your case, whatever you're struggling with, somebody else has struggled and overcome it. And Mm -hmm. you're not alone. That is like so important. Like you're just, you're not alone. And Mm -hmm. and something else is speak positively over yourself and your kids. Be as Mm -hmm. proud of your family as you can possibly be, because what you say you believe and what you believe you prove with your actions and your thoughts. and, And so when you're telling yourself and your kids that they're amazing kids, that you're an amazing mom, you do the things, you rise up to that. When you're sitting at home saying, I'm such a crappy mom, I'm terrible my kids are so frustrating. I, you know, my kids are a problem. Then you're going to look for all the reasons why that's true. So speak positive over your kids. Don't let people scare you that teenagers are scary. I love my teenagers. Love, love, love them. Um, There's there's not a bad age. There's just moments that we mm. we work mm-hmm. through and there's challenges and there's good moments. So I guess that's that's what I would say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. So where can everybody find you on social media? Now that, we're, now that we've dogged teenagers, but where can everybody find you and your
0: resources? <laughs> totally. I am at NatalieHickson.com and the same with Facebook and Instagram, NatalieHickson. And, of
1: course, on our Instagram, we'll have her linked at Surviving Motherhood Podcast. And all that information will be available in our show notes as well at com. Thank you so much, Natalie, for coming on. We really enjoyed it.
0: Well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun tonight. You girls are awesome. Yay.
1: Well, if, and again, appreciate. We always have to give a shout out for anybody that deals with technical problems because everybody knows that, like. <laughs> The internet and technology are amazing until they fail you. And then you have to burn it to the ground. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, we appreciate you coming on. And as always, everyone, good luck surviving motherhood.